This is the Zach Ansbury Show. Welcome. Today's podcast clip comes from an interview with Julian Major from Visit Victoria. Back to you. Uh, so, we've, <laughs> so you did your master's by research. You decided you didn't want to do a PhD. You decided to break everyone's hearts here, including my own, and you didn't decide to stay. You, you, you left. Um, so you said it. You, so you said it ran its course, is how you phrased it. Was it sort of like a? You realised academia wasn't for you, or you thought that industry gave you something that you you wanted to go into industry, then you thought you might come to academia later. Like we've heard that before when people yeah, have left. Yeah. Um, or was there just something? Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe you can explain it better than I can guess. I think it's a little bit of all of those. Um, like with the last point, I think my mindset at the time was, you know, if I try and make the leap um, elsewhere and I find that, you know, it's not that it, not, it's not everything it's cracked up to be and I really miss the academic side of things that maybe you can um, turn course, but I was sort of always wary that, you know, maybe there is too long to stay um, in that sort of um, world and wanted to get the experience in the commercial space a little bit um, earlier on. So, um, yeah, a little bit of that, um, a little bit of I think that the prospect of writing a PhD to me is really daunting. Um, I think, you know, writing a master's is not, um, you know, not easy. It's a lot of hard work, um, you know, some uh, late nights, but at the end of the day, to pass a master's by research, what you primarily have to show, as you would know, is that you are capable of doing high-quality research. You don't necessarily have to put new knowledge out into the world. So a lot of um, master's um, theses will be um, replication of um, other people's work under different mm. conditions or, or something um, like that. So, you know, my research was, you know, um, relatively simple, but it shows that you can do... Um, you know, research and literature reviews and experimental design and data analysis and all of those things to, you know, the right level of competency for a master's by research, but that the prospect of having to write something that really, um, you know, tackles new ground to some extent or goes to that next level when putting new knowledge out into the world, you know, to be honest, is a little bit um, daunting and I think you have to be really committed to mm. that um, if you're going to go um, into it, I think, you know, at the end of the day, if that was something that I was really passionate about, about getting to, um, you know, it would have been a, a great thing to do and probably could have done it, but I, I just didn't feel that passion to commit to three more years, um, you know, in a way starting the thesis project again as well, um, straight after you've finished um, mm. a master's by um, research, um, so five years um, is a long time and I didn't do a huge amount of commercial research whilst I was at the Institute, to be honest, but what I did do, I enjoyed um, and I was, you know, just interested to test myself in a slightly um, different world, you know, whilst knowing that the same, you're still using the same skills every day. I mean, there's commercial research opportunities at the um, Institute um, as well. Um, often you're tackling similar um, problems or research questions. So just wanted to look at it from a slightly um, different angle and, you know, was also excited about the prospect of moving outside of South Australia as well um, yeah. and experiencing something different. And I knew that would be a consequence of, um, you know, trying to go into the commercial world in that it is quite difficult in Adelaide to get um, research jobs. There's not a lot of research agencies. There's not necessarily a lot of businesses that set up shop 
um, with their headquarters in Adelaide, which you need if you want a, um, a, a research or insights um, role. So a whole lot of reasons. And it's, so that's why it was always really crystallised in my mind that that's where I wanted to, to ultimately go. Yeah, I think you, you make a really good point. I mean, you made a number of really good points. I think uh, you really nailed the difference between the difference of a master's by research and a PhD mm. in terms of all the master's by research here, at least, are very much replication and extension type theses where mm. we have a really good piece of knowledge and we want to know whether it holds in a new condition or for a new population or yeah. a new time period. Maybe it hasn't been done for a while and the landscape's completely changed. And so you have a bunch of, you then have to show your competency on those skills. Mm. Whereas for a PhD, you have to create uh, new knowledge and contribute to the field in that way. And it's not just simply another year. So, you know, you, I think, and that's the, that's the thing. It's like you knew that you had the capabilities to do it and the, and the competency to do it, but did you really have the commitment to, to spend another three years of your life doing it? And then obviously mm. put, keep going through to a, um, uh, a postdoc position and afterwards, uh, you yeah. made a good. You made a really good point about the um, that year, like uh, going from a master's by research to a PhD. That's five years of continuous mm-hmm. thesis. So we've sort of moved, or here we've moved towards a um, almost having almost like a gap year in yeah. a weird way between masters and PhD. I took one. I think Steve took one as well, and it really allowed us to you know decompress after that intensity mm-hmm. of doing a thesis, focus on building other skills like publications. Um, uh, contract commercial research skills and also the teaching skills that you're talking about before. Um, we'll touch a little. Hey guys, it's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and the practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.